Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Constant Companion Podcast, where me and my companion, Dallas, talk about Hello. just about everything going on in our lives. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing so good. How are you doing, Connor? I'm doing all right. Could be Gosh. better. It's been a pretty lousy week, I gotta be honest. You know what? It's just that time where school is just killing us, people are killing us, everybody's just dying. Yeah. And it's not good. Exactly. I mean... The way that I see it is I have you, you have me, we have each other. And that's how we've seen it for a while now. For those of you who don't know, me and Dallas met on a a Mormon mission uh, about two years ago now. And we made the solemn oath that if we ever had the chance to get together, that we would construct a highly successful podcast. The problem is... We're both incredibly unsuccessful people with uh, our past endeavors, especially me. I did a podcast before. It failed. I've done movies. They all failed. So this is kind of like, I don't know, a last-ditch effort for me to to find my true passion kind of as a hobby, too, while I'm it's more trying of like, to get through more school. It's more like a, a second-ditch effort for me. I had a YouTube channel. I think we had about 10 followers. Um, my parents, my sisters— and like one or two cousins, so I can, you know, we're pretty. We're both pretty successful. I can top that. I can top that. Believe it or not. So basically, what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about just what's going on with our lives. We thought about formatting this in a way that we could talk about things going on in the entertainment industry, but it just lost a bit of the the charm that I feel that our podcast really needs. So we're just going to get things started off right. Um, I'm Connor, of course. Uh, I'm one of the companions here. We, uh, we're from different parts of the, the U.S. Um, I'm from Pennsylvania. Dallas is from Rochester, right? Rochester, Minnesota. Rochester, Minnesota. And uh, you actually have, I think your family has a little bit of a background in, in radio. Yeah, my mom is on a radio show every other Thursday in Rochester. It's, a bunch, it's about four women that get together and uh, just talk about stupid things. Kind of like what we're doing. Broad talk. Broad talk is what it is. Not broad talk, but broad talk. Mm, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. You know, it can get confusing, so we might get the wrong crowd there. But it's good. Good stuff. So basically what me and Dallas are going to do now is it's been a while since we've talked. We're going to ask each other a few questions. Um, kind of do some, some of those things that you would generally do on like a date. Um, but we're comfortable enough with doing it with each other. So I'm going to I'm going to uh ask you a few questions that I wrote out. I'm hoping that these questions specifically will have answers. Um Dallas doesn't really know specifically what I'm going to ask. He might have a broad idea. Um but I'm just going to start it out. And do, what, do I do I have to answer? I mean if, if it's too uncomfortable? Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. I'm just making sure cuz like I have some pretty uncomfortable questions for you. So, what is your most embarrassing injury? Oh, my gosh. All right. So, to start off, I just want to say that I have the most stitches out of anyone in my entire family. I have um, a stitch well, stitches on my forehead that are in the shape of an L. And I think that is probably one of the most embarrassing injuries I've had. What happened is... I was about five years old, um, just running around like a normal kid, and we were actually moving out of our house, 
And so I wasn't really helping, um, but they asked me to help like move a bunk bed or something. I think it was, and I was trying to lift with all my all my might, um, and I, I got it off the ground and we start moving. All of a sudden, I trip over. Do you remember um, Woody from Toy Story? Yeah, dude. Uh, we had we had a Woody and he was on the floor and I tripped over him. I fell right into the wall. So that's where the 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 down part of the L came from. And then the, the down other, part of the, the L. down part of the L. So this this is two separate injuries. Okay? So like so the I short fell into the end wall. or like the tall end. The the one that goes up and down. <laughs> okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Go go for it. Yeah. You're good. Okay. So yeah, there's the top part or the the up and down part. And then there's another another injury I had where I was sleeping under a coffee table. I'm not really sure why I was there. Wait, in um, or on? Un, under a coffee table. Oh, I thought table. you said in the coffee table. <laughs> no, I wasn't in the coffee table. I was not a part of a coffee table. But I was under a coffee table. I think my family was watching a movie or something. Um, all of a sudden, like, a, a scary part comes on. Like, loud music starts playing. So I wake up, and I, I, I lift my head up, and I bang my head right against the corner of the coffee table and it probably goes i don't know like where my brain's at or like how much skull is in between my brain and my skin but it went pretty deep i feel like because the scar is pretty long um and so i started blush gushing blood out um eventually they call the ambulance ambulance comes it was pretty bad one other time um that was pretty embarrassing is me and a bunch of my friends were having a Jedi battle. You know, everybody did that as a kid. They would yeah, have dude. a bunch of lightsabers, you know, um, fight each other. and have the dark side. Someone always wanted to be Luke. Um, but we didn't have enough lightsabers. And so being the stupid kid I was, we, we ended up using a pitchfork, an actual pitchfork. <laughs> you know, and so everybody pitchfork. had a <laughs> Jedi pitchfork, I guess. And so we're having this battle. I'm up on a trampoline going hard with the Sith Lord, um, who was one of my best friends. And all of a sudden, this pitchfork comes flying out of nowhere and hits me square in the head. Thus and I... Scar? No! This is a different scar I was now. I say, this sounds like... A, seriously, this sounds like a, a Sith origin story. Like a Harry <laughs> Potter-like... Like Dark Lord crossover Star Wars story. Yes, this is how I became the Dark One. The L Continu- scar on your forehead. The L scar, yes. Okay, so this is a different scar. I should have clarified that. Okay, that's all right. Yeah. So what happened though is this pitchfork comes flying, hits me square in the head. It's stuck there. It's my stuck? friends. It's stuck there. You mean like protruding out of your head? Oh yeah. So it's like at the top of my. Like- how did you even stand? Like you. This were is where. Did you like? F- did you like fall back? No, I was just standing there. It was just oh, like this pitchfork. It was dude. in my head. All my friends see it. Blood is gushing out of my head. Okay, it's all over the trampoline. All my friends, they leave me. They just run. They're scared, little five-year-olds, and they run. Okay. Now, this is where it gets religious, okay? I'm glad. I'm glad that this is a part of it. Because I would have died had my not my mom felt the spirit, the Holy Ghost, um, that told her to come outside and check on me. Because all my friends had left. They weren't coming back, okay? 
And so she comes outside. She sees me. She pulls the pitchfork out. Ooh. She gets a, gets a towel, puts it on my head. And luckily, we had a doctor that was like a neighbor, like a couple streets over. So she rushes me over there. He's got stitches and stuff ready for me. And so they, they stitch me up in the house. I don't even go to the hospital. You know, we were in, in Texas, so, you know, we just do whatever we got to do there. Literally, like two days later, I haven't heard from my friends. I'm all stitched up. I'm better, okay? Loss of blood, though. A lot of, a lot of blood lost. Mm. But eventually, I go to each of my friends' house. Being the six-year-old I am, I'm, I'm brave. I go to their house, and I look them straight in the face. I said, you did this to me? We're not friends anymore. And you said, you don't know the power of the dark side. Oh, yeah. And you forced them. I tried. I tried. It didn't work. But I tried. I I have to say this. Despite this story being as horrifically grotesque as it was, Mm -hmm. you have a pretty good looking forehead. Thank you. I've never even, I would have never guessed that there was a pitchfork that just got lobbed through that thing yeah it's like you can't really see it because my hair covers it where the scars at but it's like right where my hairline meets so my like forehead. peeled back like your entire hairline like it's like it kind of like skinned you kind of so like the way i was the way i was positioned i was looking down Dude, because i think i just hardcore. got kicked or something i gotta say i've never heard of a kid getting a pitchfork to the forehead and actually oh, yeah. getting it stuck in their head Oh yeah, so it like I was looking down and it got it got stuck right where the the hairline meets my forehead, and it probably went like a centimeter in. It felt like, and it hurt like. Oh yeah, heck. man. Were you awake the whole time? Oh yeah, nice, dude. You're a kid. You just do whatever you gotta do. Well, I all think right. So the, that's my I think story. The worst of it for your life has passed. I don't think it gets think much so. worse than that. Well, I think like a month later, got my middle finger cut off. So that was pretty bad too. That's all right. That's probably the best finger to get cut off. That's true. Well, they they sewed it back on. Count your blessings, dude. Okay, so uh, I could go on and on about my my so, scar stories. Well, let me ask you. Do you have? Did you write down any questions? I did. Yeah. Do you want? Do you want one? Bring them on, dude. Okay, we're gonna start off just an easy one. Okay, so what's your most embarrassing childhood memory? That's a really tough one. There's a lot. I know. That's why I chose it. Um, childhood memory? I, I can't. I'm thinking. I'm on. Okay. I don't know if this is necessarily the most embarrassing, but my mind is on injuries now because of this. So I'll tell you <laughs> one that was definitely embarrassing. So me and my friend, we live in a decent sized town, but we were kids. So. When you're kids, you can't just drive around and go to places. I mean, you could play video games, but our mom made us go outside. And for whatever reason, it was like, I don't know, 2005 or six. parkour was just starting to get big. And so me and my friend decided that we were going to go and do some extreme parkour at the local church, just this little community church that was up the street. So, I mean, we tried to parkour on the sidewalk. We tried to parkour on the trees. We tried to parkour on the building. But we were obviously too cool. 
And uh, so we had conquered all of it. We're like, you know, man, this is baby stuff. We got better things to do. But that's when we saw a like a post just protruding out of the ground, just sticking out there. And we're like, well, we already basically dominated this whole freaking place. Let's go show that post who's boss. <laughs> so we run over to the post, and my friend, you know, he jumps off it. It looks pretty cool. He shows off his sick moves, and then I'm like, all right, back up. I back up myself. I start running. I jump. I kind of get, like, my heel. I My heel nicks the top of the post, and it kind of throws me back, and then I land on the post. And it's a pointy post. It's a sharp post. Oh, it's no. like, think of, like, a fence post. And um, it just, whoop. Gets me right up the butt. Oh! And, uh, <laughs> it, well, okay, I won't say it wasn't in it wasn't in any place where it actually like was able to. It wasn't in the entrance. It wasn't. It doing was more there. like on the cheek, and so oh. I got this huge tear in my pants, and it didn't tear through my underwear, but it tore through my skin, and I just had this huge like gash down my my I think it's actually my left butt cheek and um <laughs> I just laid there on the ground and my friend was freaking out and I don't know how kids react like in other situations similarly they run away. I feel like most people would just sit there and laugh but my friend was <laughs> true and he just like he didn't know what to do so he just started crying and so we just kind of <laughs> cried together for a while and then later he was like man you took that like a man dude and then we were just off parkour permanently after that <laughs> no more parkour for so you it's, i wouldn't say that's necessarily my most embarrassing childhood moment but that's definitely one of the ones where like you know something happens to a body part it gets exposed that you'd rather not have exposed and it's kind of embarrassing do you still have a scar there yeah dude i do i actually it's like it was deep enough that i can like really feel it like if I graze over my left butt cheek, yeah, it's there. Yeah, he's oh, there. No. I can feel him. He's there. You have you named him? Not yet, but I mean, okay, good. He obviously has a gender. <laughs> How do you know? I mean, you just gotta identify things on your body. So I don't know. He's part of me, so I guess he's male. Okay, good. That's that's enough for me. Yeah. All right. Uh, I have a good question for you. Okay. This is a hot one. Um. This one, okay, you got to be careful about who you're sharing this podcast with. Because my next question is, who in this life do you despise most? Oh, my gosh. It can be – it doesn't necessarily have to be someone you're even personally associated with. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure half the world right now wants to say Donald Trump, despite having really stupid reasons. I can't say Donald Trump, though, because yeah, no, I voted Donald for him, Trump. so – Oh my gosh! Can you give me some suggestions? Because um, I just love everybody. I try to love everybody. Yeah, you, you know what? You are a lover, not a fighter. So I mean, I guess we're going a little over. So why don't I just move on to the next question? No, no, no I got to answer this. You want to answer you, it? You, got you told it? me I have to. I did. But I just need. I? I don't live oh, up to my shoot. promises. Not a surprise. Um, I'll just shoot. I remember in 2008 it was Obama. Um. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to be political just because it's an election yeah. year. Yeah, I understand. I know, I'm just kidding. Shoot. 
Um, Gosh, I would darn have it. to say Satan. Satan. I hate Satan. That's a really good one, actually. That's Thank probably you. the best one you could choose without offending I, that many people. Yeah, I appreciate that. I try to love everybody. Sometimes it's hard. Like sometimes people just annoy you, but I don't necessarily like, hate them though. Yeah, no, I get it. Who, who would you Satan's choose? Okay. Who would you choose? Me personally? Yeah, who would you choose? Um, it depends on the day. So <laughs> this week, I don't know if I necessarily. I, I I feel like I identify a group right now. Um, actually, you know who I I hate more than anything. I'll tell you who I hate. I have it identified. Facebook. Oh my. Facebook. I've hated Facebook for a long time. The thing about Facebook is you can't get away from Facebook because all of your friends are stuck on Facebook. <laughs> and so I feel like I'm Moses and I have to like liberate my people from Facebook. But I don't have the courage Moses does or the power that Moses did to lead them out of Facebook. So, I mean, it's I feel powerless against it. It's just like this monster that eats away my time. And I just I anytime I go on Facebook, it's never anything that I want to read. It's never anything that I want to listen to. Oftentimes, like especially right now. Facebook is an incredibly unhealthy environment for really anybody who wants to express their their opinion. So for me, Facebook in general, I guess if I wanted to associate that with Mark Zuckerberg, I wouldn't say that's necessarily uh, all his fault, but I'd say it's appropriate. So I'm just going to say Mark Zuckerberg. And I didn't even know I despise oh. you until right now. So <laughs> It just came to pass. I like it. I agree with that. Facebook has become Screw hostile. You, Facebook hostile territory it feels yeah, okay. like okay you want to know the biggest thing like the biggest jerk move facebook does yes okay, i'll tell you have you ever had like a situation where like you're with a girl or something and your mom comes in and she starts she like brings out the baby photos and she's like bringing up all these really embarrassing moments in your life you're like mom put that away I don't know. It's not something that's actually happened to me, but I can imagine the embarrassment. You see stuff like that on sitcoms all the time. Anyhow, Facebook takes that a step further where instead of just bringing out the baby book for, like, your girlfriend, they end up bringing it out for everybody where they're like, hey, do you remember this day when you did this really stupid thing that you regret, like, 10 years ago and you Mm -hmm. can't get rid of it and it presents itself to everybody? Or, like, if you do get rid of it, all your friends hate you for it. So, I don't know. Facebook just seems like the worst friend. Oh, yeah. I feel like... If he can even call himself a friend. He's not a friend. He's just a tool. He's a tool. That's what what? he is. I feel like like MySpace was a lot cooler to dislike than Facebook is. Yeah. I I agree with you. I hate the memories that come up because you realize how, like, needy you were as a kid, I feel like. Because I made so many stupid posts... Back in the day, like I would quote The Office on my Facebook all the time. Like people would do that, just quote music lyrics or mm-hmm. back in the, um, day, dude. the Office quotes. I would do all the time, or I just make stupid con or stupid statuses just because I wanted people to comment. That, yeah, like Facebook used to have a reason to exist. Now it's mm-hmm. just memes and politics, and half or, the memes or- are at least like five months outdated by the time they get posted on Facebook. So that's true. No, it's. And marriage photos. I don't want to talk about it. Seriously. It's hard being a single guy having a Facebook. That's all I got to say. Dude, I know. All right, can I, can I ask you a question now? Yeah. 
All right, so shoot. I was just thinking. Okay, yeah, here it is. I just remembered it. If your life was made into a movie, who would you want to play you? Dang, dude. This is a good question. Because I feel like I could say somebody that I really like, but I feel like I have to go with somebody who probably could more accurately portray my actual life. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I... Uh, not that I look like him by any means, but I feel like in real life, the way Michael Sarah acts in comedies <laughs> is the way that my life just goes. Um, Michael Sarah, maybe. I feel like if I wanted to be cool, though, I would go with Matt Damon. I feel like he's probably not that he looks like me, but there's no celebrities that really look like me. So I'm just going to go with Matt Damon. That's who I'd want to portray me. Mm-hmm. But if somebody had to accurately portray me, Michael Sarah. Okay. Like the- in his saddest state. Not oh. like not like cool Michael Sarah. We're talking about lame Michael Sarah. Not arrested development Michael Sarah. Not arrested development Michael Sarah. Okay. I think I would choose Jack Black. Dude, that is so good. Yeah. You don't even know. Yeah, man, that's perfect. I would have said the same thing. We were just watching a movie, my family and me. Holy cow! We do I'm not this... gonna be able to unsee that. <laughs> we'll just we'll have to do like a side by side comparison yeah. after this or something and post uh, it. Dude, okay, wait, goals, real quick. I know we didn't talk about this. I want I want to make a goal for the podcast. So I mean, this is a really like basic first episode. It's not exciting, but we're hoping we'll kind of reestablish ourselves throughout as time goes on. I want let's make a goal to get Jack Black on the podcast right now. I agree you so very much. Jack Black, you're coming on the podcast whether you like it or not. And if you don't, we'll just have Dallas do his best impression of you. I can't even do an impression of him. He we'll has to do the impression we'll of me. It. Dude, that's a, yeah, that no, that's more appropriate, isn't it? It is. It truly is. We were we're just watching not a movie. Jack Black servants. Dude. Yeah, we aren't. We don't we don't need to put him on a pedestal, okay? We need to be on the pedestal. Good stuff. Okay. That's my question. Your turn. Sorry, what was the question? <laughs> you already answered it. Michael Sarah. Oh, okay. It was Michael yeah. Sarah. All right, I got a good question. What cartoon character do you have a crush on? Ooh. Oh, Dude, my we're gosh. This is, into going, this is going deep. Forbidden territory now. Forbidden love. I remember as a kid, um, do you remember Rocket Power? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dude, yeah? those kids you were ugly. That? They were ugly, but I just wanted to, like, skate with them. And I always wanted to skate with the girl on the show. Reggie, Reggie, yeah. Was that her name? Yeah. What was it? Reggie Rocket, dude. That's a good one. That's a solid choice. I mean, that yeah, that would be, like, my kid one just because I always wanted to skate with them. I tried to be a skateboarder as a kid. Uh, it didn't really work out. I could never do an ollie. But that's who I would choose as a kid. Nowadays, though... Um, Dude, it's all about tech decks anyhow. Seriously. Seriously. There's little fingerboards. Mm-hmm. Me and my brother used to do that all the time. We'd have, like, we had, like, a whole... You could collect those ramps and stuff. We had a whole skate park in our house, it felt like. So or you're just saying like, Reggie Rocket is your girl? Uh, yes. Okay, dude. 
it's as a locked kid. in there. You as can't a kid, take it. You not can't now. Take it back. Not now, though. Yeah, I can. I mean, if I if I had to choose a, a cartoon character that I could bring to life, mm-hmm. um, dang, dude, that's so hard. There's so many good cartoon characters, but the thing is, oh, I got it. The uh, the sexy fish from uh, when SpongeBob rips his pants, and she's like. She's talking about, uh, no, she, did she get sand in her buns? You know, at the end when they're like all singing their song? <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. One I of the sexy about. fish. It's probably her. For me personally. Okay, okay. I could see that. Yeah. I want to change my answer now. Dude, I already told you. It's locked in. No. Well, this is my real life answer. Okay. Though. So this is like, this is like your eternal companion answer. Like, if we could bring them out of the TV, mm-hmm. you would go for it. All right, do you do remember? It. Do you remember the show Sailor Moon? I was going to say Sailor Moon, dude. You should have! Dang, I'm stuck with a freaking fish! <laughs> <laughs> I would choose right, Sailor fine. Moon. Yep. So You're you locked got, in. Well, okay, can I have, like, Sailor Mercury or, like, Sailor Pluto or something? Sure. I'll give Sounds you that. Sounds good. <laughs> That was good. That was good. That's a solid one. All right. All right. Should we do one more question each? Yeah, one more question each. Okay. This one is just stupid, um, but it really can tell. I can really tell from this question how you answer who you are as a person. Okay. So if you were forced to open a break a, a bakery, what would you name it? This is deep. Um, feel okay. So, the thing about bakeries is, bakeries seem to be successful when they're cutesy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you see all that stuff on Food Network for like the cake places and the cookie places. Carlos so, Bakery. Yeah. So for me, I, if I did a bakery specifically, it would probably be like something like Con Con's croissants. Ooh. Yeah, that's you good. Like that? Yeah, the alliteration Con there is pretty cuisants. good. I, and, I uh, I'd probably base yeah. myself in DC or something like a city where I could get a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like women like that. A guy who's who's in touch with his feminine side and can bake. And but the thing is, um, we can only use to keep with like the cutesy theme. Um, it's it's kind of like. When you go to, like, a male strip club and they're always wearing, like, you know, they have the little, like, bow ties and collars. Not that I go to male strip clubs. But I mean, <laughs> so I'm is... like, what? <laughs> it's kind of like you, when you go uh, to What like... are you doing on the no, weekend it's a bunch Logan, of guys. Utah. It's a bunch of guys using little easy-bake ovens. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, they're really big, muscular guys. And it attracts, you know, all sorts of different people, uh, especially the ladies. And we cook exclusively through easy-bake ovens. Concon's croissants. Wow. Put it in so the are you books. Just, are, you, are you just cooking croissants or are you cooking like other stuff too? Um, Maybe like different – we probably do like different types of croissants. So we probably do like fillings for croissants and like, I don't know, different types of toppings. Um, and you're just – I don't know. We're just world-renowned for our easy-bake ovens. 
I like it. I like it a lot. What about you? Cook, Do you have one? Cooking by the light bulb. Um, oh, that's a really good one. Cooking by the light bulb. I'm going to take that name now. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I'm not. You came I came up with it. I'd probably just go simple like Dallas Bakery, you know, or Big D's Bakery. Dang, dude, Big D's Bakery. That's a good one. And we're not we're not going for the the woman population like you are. We're going for the male population. Really? Oh yeah. Our 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 desserts and stuff are laced with protein um, and creatine. So right after they are done working out and stuff, they can just come over and get their protein fill from Big D, huh? From Big D's Bakery. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. I'm not gonna. I was gonna say something, but never mind. Okay, right, I'm. I'm ready for your question, or unless you got, unless you're no, done. I, I have one. I have one last question. You have one more. Okay. Um. What What's the longest lie? And it can be like an innocent lie. Um. What is the longest lie that you ever kept up, or that like went undetected? Wow, this is good. Um. <laughs> Um, no, I can't say that one. Yeah, I dude, feel like it's still going. Oh, it's still going. I have to no, say no, one's no, still no, going. Say- no, no, no. I'm just saying that you wouldn't want to spoil one that you're keeping up, right? Well, my whole life's a lie. It feels like then. Well, is that it? Is that the answer? No, no. Okay, the longest lie I think I told. Well, I didn't tell the lie because it's a lie. Or did I tell the lie? Shoot, I don't even know. I don't tell lies. Dude, you are one messed up little man. No, I'm just trying to think. I think it was as a kid. I think it was kindergarten. Um, like, you remember as a kid, and you wouldn't get your homework done on time, and you'd always feel so guilty, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I would do... No, this is a lie I'm telling now. I'm just making this up. Dang it. <laughs> you don't have one, dude. I don't have sure. one. Can you give me a different question? Because uh, I'd feel so guilty saying a, my lie. I don't lie. have any other questions, but I could answer. Oh, shoot. I feel so bad for not answering because now you all know that I don't know life's this a is, lie. This isn't even really a lie. This okay, say is, it. Well, no, no. I have a good one. I have a really good one. I just thought of a different one. So when I was in high school, um, I inherited these jackets. I may have told you this story at some point on the mission. I inherited these, like, soccer jackets from my cousin. Thing is, I don't watch sports, period. I suck at sports. (laughs) Therefore, I feel no enthusiasm backing any sort of team. Um, And so I I liked these jackets because they were cool. So I had, like, a jacket for Brazil. I had some sort of jacket for Ireland or something. And I would just wear them to school because they were comfy. They were warm. And the thing was, when I went to school, we had this long-term sub, and his name was Mr. Hoover. And Mr. Hoover, little did I know, was super into soccer. And I didn't realize how long he was going to be our sub. I thought he was only going to be there for a little bit, but then it turned out he was going to stick around a lot longer. So one of these days, he comes up to me, and it's me and my buddy Mark, and we're just sitting there, and he's like, hey, nice jacket, Brazil, huh? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, man, did you see the game last night? And... I was like, I'm not going to see this dude tomorrow. I don't want to look like an idiot for wearing a jacket for a team that I don't even know. So it was just like, yeah, 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 yeah. I just like went along with it. And then he's like, 
oh man, let's talk about it. So he like pulled up a chair next to me. I'm like, oh shoot, he's gonna actually want to talk about the game. So I had to fake the entire like class period, or it was like a it was like a study hall. So I had to fake the entire study hall that I knew what I was talking about. So then I find out he's gonna be <laughs> he's gonna be our uh, our long term sub for the rest of the year. So the entire year, I'm I had to keep up this fake persona of like this soccer fan and I had to like he would bring up names and so I would just have to feign enthusiasm the entire time I was there I kept that up for the rest of the entire school year kid you not because of one reason I didn't want to look like an idiot that was it I didn't want I wasn't doing it as a joke even I was just like man I don't want to admit to this I'll sound like a total moron I couldn't believe it went on that long. But yeah, I did. I just pretended like I knew what he was talking about. Every single day, he'd come up to me. Mr. Hoover. So that's oh my, my that's the longest lie I ever kept up. All right, I have a real one now. Can I share it real quick? All right, yeah, go for it. Okay. So you, you grew up in a, a high school, right, of not a lot of Mormons, right? Right. Okay. So I have the same thing, too, in Minnesota. Did you ever – It was. It's, it's a joke lie, okay? This isn't a real lie, but it's a joke lie um, where people would come up to you and be like, oh, my gosh, you're Mormon. How many how many mothers do you have or how many wives uh, do you have or something, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I, I think it was my freshman year. People were just getting to know me, yada, yada, yada. They found out I'm Mormon, and they asked me that question. And, you know, I was just sick of it because I, I hear this question all the time. And, you know, we don't actually have multiple wives, clarification for everyone out there, or multiple mothers. But I told this kid, once he asked, I'm like, oh, yeah, I have, I have like, six six moms now, I think. <laughs> okay, and so this is in you a group think? setting. This was in a group setting. I don't know, he just keeps getting more oh, by the day. Oh, this was a group setting. Oh, okay. This is a group setting, okay? And so there's this kid in there for the entire length of our high school career thought that I had six moms. And at graduation, Whoa, I meet dude. up with him, and, and, and he meets my parents, and he's like, uh, where are your other moms at? I'm like, <laughs> are you kidding me right now? That was a joke. He literally thought for the entire six high school moms. career that I had six moms. I never really thought about that in, like, the family of a police. I guess there would be people, like, not only are they wives, but they'd have to be moms. Oh, yeah. They'd definitely be moms. Dang, dude. There's Laura, Lena... Melanie, Melissa, Jonathan. Oh, not Jonathan. He just slipped in there. Um, Mary. You weren't supposed to tell him that one. And Marissa. So that's who he thought my my moms were. Obviously, it's not true. I have one mom. I love you, mom. Um, so yeah, that's my biggest lie. Four years thinking and you didn't that even I have six moms. I didn't even know it. I think but, he, hey, he just accepted it. Kudos to you. All right. So we're getting, we're getting a little further. We have a little more time than I thought we were going to have. Um, so we're going to go into a special segment. This is called Snack Attack. Dallas, why don't you share with the audience what Snack Attack is? All right, Snack Attack's just my um, opportunity because I love food. I love making food, eating food, smelling food. You it's all are good to me. what you eat. You are what you eat, so if you ever see me, you'll know what I eat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but today I made two dishes. 
Lay so them on an, me. For an afternoon snack, I had meatloaf mozzarella, okay? So basically what this is is like a pound of meat of, of ground beef with mozzarella in the middle, and you fold it over so all the mozzarella is in the middle. And so I cooked that. That was delicious, okay? But this other thing I made was mac and cheese. And I got this mac and cheese recipe from foodnetwork.com. And this lady named Ree Drummond, who does a show called The Pioneer Woman, made Not this mac and cheese. Not even a real name, by the way. Not even a real name. It's just, it's just absurd. I make this recipe to perfection, right? I believe and I, it. There was one part in the recipe that kind of threw me off a little bit. She told me to put in two heaping teaspoons of dry mustard. Okay, first of all, those two words do not go together. Heaping teaspoons. <laughs> when I think of heaping, I automatically am thinking of like a ladle. I'm not thinking of a teaspoon. That Seriously. lady is cracked. All right, sorry, go ahead. The smallest form of measurement. Um, <clears throat> so I do it. I put two heaping things of teaspoon of dry mustard in. Good Mixing this all up, I make it. I mix the cheese with the pasta, and it's it's looking good. I try it though, and it tastes like junk. I had my roommate try it; he loved it. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure what he tasted, but what I tasted was dried mustard. That's all I tasted. I didn't even taste the cheese. I could feel the cheese. I could feel the texture of the cheese, but I tried the mustard, and it was disgusting. You gotta keep so, in mind, this lady is the pioneer lady. So, like, this lady lives off garbage pretty much. <laughs> going on, I don't know if you, for those of you who aren't Mormon, um, there's this thing Mormons do where they basically reenact like a pioneer adventure, and it sucks. It sucks hardcore. And you eat food, and you're on the trail so long that anything starts tasting good. They give you mm-hmm. beef broth the first night, and you're just thinking. You know, the good Lord for for blessing you with this bounty. And so I guess this lady must be under the impression that, um, you know, pioneer food could could still be in style nowadays. Maybe, I don't know, maybe that's what tastes good on the trail. Maybe I just don't know what good mac and cheese tastes like. That could be it, too. Because I'm looking at this. She's got 194 reviews. mustard and mac and cheese? Mustard inside the mac and cheese. I'm like, Ugh. that doesn't even go together. No. But she has 194 reviews with four and a half star rating. So people like it, I guess. But Ugh. I just hated it. So don't do that. That's not my snack attack. My snack attack is the meatloaf and mozzarella. We'll post that um, on we'll our post- website. Yeah, we're going to have a site here soon. Mm-hmm. We're working on it. By the time this podcast goes up, it might be there. Um, if it's not... We will make sure to let you know on our Facebook page. Definitely. Constant Companion Podcast. All right. Definitely. Snack Attack out. Snack Attack out. Meatloaf right. mozzarella. Eat it. Mm, thank you. I'm feeling satisfied already. So I feel like that was go. mostly just a rant. <laughs> it wasn't even. Hey, well, it was okay. a snack attack. Okay, I attacked it. You just that's what attacked, I did. You took it down, dude. Don't mess with me. Don't mess with Jack Black. Kung <laughs> Fu Panda. All right, here we go, guys. We're going to finish off this podcast today. We know it's been a little bit off-the-cuff, extemporaneous. But one of these things that we want to do, hopefully with uh, the future, is we want to have some guests come on the show 
just kind of shoot the breeze with them. We'll talk about things that interest them. We want to bring on people who are kind of up and coming. We're just going to see how far we can get with our stupid format. Um, but we want to finish <laughs> off today with, with a special story. This is called Story Time. This is one that uh, happened to me this week. i got to be honest with the audience today. It hasn't been a good week for, uh, for me. Uh, there's been some stuff going on. Uh, I've been going to school. Haven't been doing too hot, got to be honest. Uh, and on top of that, um, I had a breakup this week. Heartbreak. You know, it happens to the best of us. Um, no hard feelings, though. You know, it happens. Um, but I, I got to say I was feeling pretty down. So first thing I did when I got home was I called up my friend Wes. And I don't know, I might have him on the podcast at some point. He's interested. But but Wes is just a good guy. He cares about people. The thing about Wes, I swear every week he's having his heart broken. So he could relate to me pretty well. Wait, every week? Just about, yeah. Pretty close he, to every he, week. He has enough dates every week? Dude, this guy dates more girls than your dad dated moms. So, wow. It's Yeah, it's pretty serious. So he comes and calls me. He kind of comforts me a little bit as I'm sobbing away like the sad sack that I am. Then, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's a knock at the door. I'm like, I am not in any shape to go and answer the door. But I'm like, you know what? Fine. I have a good heart. I'm going to go answer the door. I answer the door, and lo and behold, it's Mama John. If you don't know Mama John, I got two words for you. Three words for you. <laughs> Papa John's wife. No way. Yeah. She shows up at the door. At She's your apartment? Like, yeah. She's like, uh, Wesley, I uh, got an order for Wesley. And I'm like, look, lady, the only man here is a man with a broken heart. So if you could please excuse me to sob and wail in my own disbelief and sadness, please. And she's just like, well, I got a pizza and I don't know what to do with it. And I'm just like, who'd you say the pizza's for? She's like, Wesley. And all of a sudden, I start doing the math. And I'm like, Wesley, Wesley Smith, Wesley back home. What heartbreak. And Wesley likes food. Wesley ordered me this pizza. He ordered me a dang pizza. And I'm like, oh, man, this is the best day ever. And so my day instantly turned from the worst day ever to a pizza day. And it was on a Sunday, too. So it was completely unexpected. And I didn't even have to break the Sabbath to get the pizza. It was just given to me. So anyhow, I'm like, all right, thanks, thanks, Mama. And she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, what? And she's like, you look like you're, you're having a hard time. I'm like, Mama, I got to tell you something. I know you and Papa get along pretty well. But I just had my heart broken by somebody that I was, I was all over, that I was digging pretty hardcore. And she's just like, well, you know, look at me. Did you look at the logo on my hat? And I'm like, no, I didn't. I, I wasn't paying attention. I look up at the logo on her hat. She's not even delivering for Papa John's. Mama John lost her job. She's working 
at Pizza Hut. Can you believe I don't believe that? you. Yeah, no, I don't believe she you. Was. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll get a photograph with her sometime and I can prove to you. She says, I got to be honest with you. Papa's been cheating on me. I said, no, Mama. Say it ain't so. She said, it's true. Buddy Blue, it's true. I'm like, but he's got such a lovable face. He's on TV all the time. And she tells me that I, I asked, I was like, so who'd he cheat on you with? And she said, the entire Patriot team in the NFL. I said, all of them? And she said, yeah, all of them. He's all into those football dudes. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that Papa was leaning that way. So anyhow, long story short, I'm just like, you know, Mama, I don't have any money. And she's like, well, that's not good because this is still $14.99. I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. I'm like, you know what, Mama? The only thing that I can do is try to pay um, with my heart. And she's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, I I wrote this song about two years ago with a good buddy of mine, um, Dallas Kennedy. And she goes, who? And... I look to her, and I say, sing along if you know the words. And then Beyonce came in. (gasps) And we're just like, heartbreaker, Heartbreaker, you tore me apart. apart. Heartbreaker, you ripped out my heart. heart. Heartbreaker, (laughs) we played Mario Kart. And then it just kept going. We just tried to see how many things we could rhyme with heart. And then we all ran out of words. And then she's like, that's fourteen ninety nine. And I was like, that's all right. I prefer Domino's anyhow. And that oh was how – that was my week. Oh, I did, I did not Donald expect Trump our – Donald won the election, oh which I have to say is really weird because the last time that I was dumped was exactly two days before the election. This was the Sunday before the election. Elections bring bad luck. So for whatever reason, I have a curse upon me. I blame it on Don Don Trump that any time an election comes up, my heart is just bound to get broken. So I've got to try to make sure that I work my, my life around that from now on. So I'll have some illegitimate children here or there. But that's just because of the election. Four years later, see you, kid. Your mom's breaking up with me. I, I don't have any power over it. So oh I don't know. Is that a real story? My life. It's a real. Is that story. real? About Papa like, Ma- Mama Papa came. Mama John. Yeah. Mama, Mama John. John. Did she really come? Yeah. She's Did she really have a, a a husband that cheated on her? Yeah, with the entire Patriot team. Is this a joke? Patriots. Because if you're saying this is true, and we're bringing out false information to the public, I'm telling you, Tom Brady, Papa John, look it up. Is that why Tom Brady was not playing the first couple games of the season? I think he was out of commission. Tom Brady. I think Papa. Papa put him out of commission. Johns. Brady has and I, and then, nothing. Nothing about this. This is not real. Better ingredients. Better pizza. Papa John's. Better Patriots. 
better Patriots, better pizza, Papa John's. That's the oh thing they goodness. chant in the locker room. It's disgusting, frankly. Goodness gracious. Yeah. So it was a sad story, but, you know, we get over things like that, right? We move I, on I, with our life. I wasn't expecting our song to come out. Dude, our song, yeah, top of the charts. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's that's going to be number one on country, pop, and rap It was number list. one um, at Clinton HQ. Are you? Oh. Yeah, Jay-Z and Beyonce came out singing it after she uh, lost. Gosh, that's a power couple there. They are. Goodness gracious. Well, do you got any final words for us, Dallas? No. Thank you all for listening. And, Connor, know that I love you. And no matter who breaks your heart, I will always be there for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I want to thank all of our listeners for joining us with this stupid podcast tonight. Uh, We're going to try to come to you weekly from now on. Um, thank you so much for listening to us. We are going to do our best to get syndicated as soon as possible so that you can just find us through iTunes. Um, if you guys could, check out our site, Constant Companion Podcast. Um, you can also go to our Facebook page uh, where we'll try to update you on anything else going on. We're about to put out a bunch of promotional material or at least a little bit of promotional material. So if you could just stick with us, support us, share us with people who might be interested. Uh, That would be much appreciated. Thank you guys so much for tonight, and we'll see you next week. See ya.